Welcome to the Miracle Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt, also known as Essentially M. The mission here at Essentially M and on this podcast is to support and inspire heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneurs just like you. I know that you are so ready to use your innate gifts and your unique story to make a massive impact and change in this world and finally shine your light and step into who you are called to be. If that sounds like you, if you are so ready to answer that call of your soul, then you are definitely in the right place. I have built my coaching business from the ground up and created multiple streams of completely passive income using not masculine strategy, but energy, mindset, and manifestation. And I'm going to give you all those tools here so that you can do the same. Are you ready to own your story, own your gifts, and quantum leap into your dream life and business? Let's do this. Hi guys. Okay, I'm finally back. I'm so sorry last week we did not have a podcast episode because I just, I have all these ideas for various episodes. None of them, I didn't feel like recording any of them, so I didn't because I never want to show up here when my energy is blah and just like, just get it done for the sake of getting it done. I do and I have prided myself on doing one consistently every week. This is like the first thing I've ever been really consistent with and I'm really proud of that. So um, it felt weird missing a week, but I'd rather it be late and better energy than, uh, yeah, forced. So this week I am going to talk about, and since my energy is back, <laughs> feeling like inspired again, I might record another one for you. You might get two this week. We'll see. Or maybe just pre-record some for the holidays. I'm going to tell you finally the story of my belly breakthrough <laughs> why I realized why I have not been able to let go of belly fat um and my break yeah my breakthrough that I had around that before I dive in I just want to mention as well that if you're listening to this live and you're listening to this anytime actually before December 31st 2020 make sure you check out my holiday bundles that I put out for you guys these are the programs that just went over so well this year, got my clients epic results, um, ranging from there's a $22 masterclass to a $100 bundle, a $300 bundle, all the way up to a $1,500 package for just two people, depending how far you want to take it. Um, it includes one-on-one -on -one support, it includes access to full-time freedom, which has the masterclass in it, plus five other powerful modules to get you to 5k months. Like it really depends. There's something for everyone. Great Christmas idea, holiday ideas. Um, if you want to ask for that or gift it to somebody, it's all about um, money mindset, business mindset, up-leveling, like actually moving the needle in your business. And these programs just were they got the best, most epic testimonies this year. So check them out on my Instagram. You'll see a post. It says holiday specials and you can look at them there and purchase them at the link in my bio or I'll put the links in these uh, episode notes as well. So I just wanted to make sure you don't miss those because that is something I did not intend on offering, intend to offer, um, but Spirit gave me the idea. I actually wasn't even going to sell anything this month. I was just going to focus on 
uh, serving the ladies who are inside full-time freedom. We have been busy. I think that's why my energy was off because I had to record so many video trainings last week for this program that I'm running. Decided to record it all as I go. And so I've been busy. So much juiciness in there for these ladies. Literally everything I've learned over the past five years as an entrepreneur, uh, giving t- giving it to them in um, just a matter of weeks, in a matter of five, six modules, it was a lot. It was intense, but I'm so proud of it. I'm so happy it's done. Uh, and they are loving it. So it's so much fun. What was the point of me saying that? I'm not sure. Oh yeah, I wanted to make sure you didn't miss out. I wasn't gonna sell anything, but you know me, I always follow my intuition. I'm here for guidance from spirit. And um, when that idea popped into my head and I mapped the bundles out within a few minutes, I knew, okay, this idea is not coming from me. This is meant to be, people will appreciate this. And I'm like totally detached from whatever happens with it. It just felt fun to offer. So there you go. All right, so now that I have rambled on for like close to five minutes, let me get into the actual topic of this episode, which is, yeah, that time I had a healing session and then 24 hours later, almost, no, I would say like 15 hours later, I started bawling my eyes out after exercising and moving some of the emotions out of my energetic body and physical body. And then had this big realization of the reason that my gut health has been in the past, I'm not going to affirm it anymore, has been so poor and why I've had so much fat that seems to stay on my stomach and nowhere else on my body am I fat. I know that if you're listening, you're probably, maybe you pressed play because you're like, what the hell? Emily thinks that she's fat. What is going on? (laughs) Like, I okay. And it's a whole, it's a whole thing in my mind because okay let me start from the beginning so my entire life basically I was born into Beale's syndrome some of you know some of you do not know my whole story I was born into Beale's syndrome among other things but Beale's syndrome causes um underdevelopment of muscle and bone mass and it makes it very challenging for most people with Beale's to put on any weight you have and you have extra long everything arms toes fingers, um, legs, all your limbs are super long and thin and they're like small, like smaller bones, <laughs> smaller muscle mass, everything. And it can be difficult for some most people with Beals to gain weight. Um, and also everything's bent and contracted. So growing up, I had Beals syndrome. My sister has it. My mother has it. But I have it the most severely. Uh, and so growing up, yeah, it, I, I just was always tiny, small, but long, <laughs> kind of awkward looking with all the bent and contracted things too. And that led to just a lifetime of like really feeling different. Um, I mean, people who did know me, they just they just loved me for who I am and they were the best. But then you go to school, right? And you enter the kind of the real world where kids don't always have a filter. And so... Um, you know, people would say things like, oh, she looks like a skeleton. Um, they would call me anorexic, bulimic, accuse me of having eating disorders, just stare at me, stop and like gawk at me if I wore shorts and showed my legs, which are like really, really thin. They're like smaller than a little kid's. Even now I'm 29 years old and my, my legs are like stick, sticks, um, stick thin. And 
so I learned, I learned very quickly how to hide that to avoid those comments, like always wearing pants, even when it's so hot outside, avoiding like beaches and pool parties. Um, it was really, really restrictive way to live, but it just became easier than dealing with comments and staring. And oh my gosh, if I went to the beach with my friends, I'd have to deal with staring from girls who are just like making assumptions about me and maybe I'm triggering them um, because I'm clearly so thin and they're like making assumptions that I don't eat or that I'm anorexic or whatever. Um, and how do I know this is because they either would like whisper and I could hear or my friends would tell me what other people were saying. Um, yeah, so dealt with that through <laughs> through childhood also got cyberbullied and got called E.T. the alien one time on MSN when MSN was a thing. If you know, you know, 90s kids, right? And then um, later in life, it actually became like, you would think like, okay, kids can be cruel, whatever. But adults too, for some reason, as adults, people think it's okay to comment on other people's body types when they're thin like we would shame someone we would tell them like you can't say that if someone were outwardly saying like you know you need to lose weight you're too big you're too fat like you need to take some meat off your bones that like that's flat out rude but for some reason it's accepted when people say like oh you're so tiny you need to get some meat on your bones or ah have another donut ah you can afford it put some weight on you're too thin you're too skinny you need more meat on your bones you need whatever for some reason that is not as like frowned upon so lots of all through my adulthood as well lots of coworkers, lots of customers when i worked retail felt the need to comment on things like it's ridiculous so my entire life, I've had other people's opinions of my body being too thin, it's like ingrained in my subconscious mind and in my mind. And most of my life, I did have a goal to gain weight. I cannot tell you guys how many times I was like, I'm going to start lifting weights. I'm going to work out. I even hired a personal trainer one time in college. I was eating such a surplus of calories, like over 2,200 calories a day even eating when I wasn't hungry and Derek would be like, um, are you even hungry, babe? Like, don't force yourself to eat. And it'd be like 10 p.m. And I'm like, no, I got to hit my macros. I got to hit my protein. I got to hit my carbs. Um, and just like tried so, 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 so hard to put on mass because of all those voices in my head, because of everything in my subconscious mind telling me, which was other people's opinions, that I'm too thin and that I need to gain weight. And in college, when I went to college, um, you know, you go, they say the freshman 15, right? You go, you live on your own, you start making your own food or just buying takeout all the time or whatever. I remember eating so terribly in college. I just basically lived off of ice cream and grilled cheese and frozen stuff like pizza and junk food and fast food. And I remember thinking like, yeah, calories don't matter. I'm trying to gain weight. Who cares about calories? With like no regard for my gut health or like very little information about health <laughs> like the actual horrible side effects of doing all of that even if you're not getting big in your arms and legs however I did get very very big in my stomach this all this junk food and crap that I would eat would just sit in my stomach and it got really big my face got puffy too and still guess what skinny arms and legs so then 
I just look ridiculous. Like this this big puffy round belly and then little stick arms and legs. It looked like an egg with like toothpicks sticking out of it. That's how I describe it. Um, oh gosh. So cringy. But like that's that's in my mind, I'm eating all this stuff and I'm hearing all those voices from my entire childhood, even from my adulthood saying, yeah, have another cheeseburger. Yeah, have a chocolate bar. Eventually it'll spread. You know, one of my friends told me once, eventually it'll spread to the rest of your body. And she's not a nutritionist or an expert or anything, but I don't know why. I just like those, that programming was in my subconscious mind, right? So I have, like, I love food. (laughs) I've always loved food and I would eat and eat and eat. And then I've had this big belly for like years and it's really uncomfortable. I can't wear like jeans don't fit me properly because my legs are so skinny and long, but then I need a big waist line to be able to do up the jeans over my freaking belly, but also my hips. I have like childbearing wide hips. Um, the bones are actually wide, but then I have the belly too. So yeah, still it's like, what's the point of everyone thinks I'm so lucky because I'm so thin and that's why they apparently make those comments is you know they're just jealous or admiring it or whatever their claim is (sighs) or as Derek would always say they're just jealous that's why but I wasn't even able to enjoy being apparently thin and tiny because I had this big belly weighing me down. I I didn't feel good. Like I I still couldn't wear crop tops. I couldn't wear tight shirts. I couldn't, didn't want to wear like bathing suits because it looks ridiculous. Like seriously, I'm not sure if I'll ever get brave enough to post it. But if you guys saw like a picture of me in my underwear, you would see my super thin (laughs) arms and legs and then just my huge friggin' pot belly. So, um, And yeah, please don't DM me after this and talk to me about gut health and have you tried this diet and have you tried this diet and try to diagnose me with leaky gut or anything else because I swear I have been to the naturopaths. I have been on the cleanses. And yes, I always feel amazing during the cleanses and my stomach goes down. My stomach always goes down when I do like a paleo cleanse or a Whole30 cleanse or I'm working with a naturopath but it puts you on this like restrictive way of eating that's not sustainable. Um, or is that an excuse? I don't know. And every time I do this, I feel amazing. My stomach starts to get flat and then something would happen. I would self-sabotage and, or is, I don't know if it's self-sabotage. I would start to bring back in like carbs, you know, grains, rice, gluten-free pasta. I'm always, I've been gluten-free for um, like six years, seven years maybe since I worked with that personal trainer, I've been gluten-free. And that's helped a lot with me feeling good. I used to get a sore stomach every time I ate. And so yeah, I'm I'm already gluten and dairy-free. But yeah, I just kept, you know, it's not sustainable. I would would be able to be on the paleo or the Whole30 diet for like maybe a month, maybe six weeks. And then it's like, well, I want to have rice like a normal person. I want to have what Derek's having for dinner, right? I don't want to have to have just veggies and meat for every meal or just veggies or whatever and then every time and even when I would just eat fruit my stomach would bloat and I would gain back the fat like it was like this 
up and down and up and down. And I'm sure if you're listening and you've ever been on a weight loss journey or a cleanse, you can so relate to this up and down, up and down effect. But it's like, why is it so hard? And I never even really thought of it from this perspective. I just thought of it from like supplement, like what's what's the supplement I'm missing? What's the diet I'm missing? What's the, what's, is there something in my gut health, a bacteria, something? Um, and I actually asked my spirit guides about it in one of my Akashic Records readings and they were like, no, don't waste your money on a gut health test. Um, this will eventually not even be an issue once you like continue doing your emotional healing and going down this path and it, soon enough it won't even be a thing. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll try. Shortly after that, so that was what I asked on one of my latest Akashic Records readings in November. Um, If you don't know what that is, go listen to some of my other episodes on it (laughs) Um, because I don't want to get into that. But I was like, okay, that was in November. And then recently, like early December, I set the intention, okay, the time has come. I am intending to heal my gut health. I am going to release unnecessary fat from my stomach. I'm going to get down the bloating. I'm going to have a flat, light stomach that feels good, that doesn't weigh me down energetically or physically, and I'm going to feel great about myself. And that I just like set that intention. I remember so clearly in my mind doing that. And then out of freaking nowhere, somebody who I would least expect it from And I can't share the details here because this person is not a public healer. So I'm sorry. I know you're going to ask me, oh my gosh, who is it? Can I please book a session with her? But it's somebody that I know who is not a a public healer yet was randomly like, "Um, Emily, can I do a a healing session on you working with like your energy body? If you have any physical ailments at all that are bothering you, you can just tell me and I will work with your meridian um, your meridian energy points and your etheric body, which is like, so our bodies have auras, right? These layers around us and your etheric layer is the layer that's closest to your body and it includes your physical body as well. So she works with that and um, like she can sense where things are going on and like if things are painful or something's going on physically, it's an indication that there's like stuck energy or stuck emotions which I totally, I totally was like, yes, I believe in all of this stuff. I know this is true. Um, totally believe in metaphysics and, and the energy body and all of that. So I was like so excited when she approached me and asked me. Um, and again, it was out of nowhere, like would have never expected it. But see, you set the intention and that's how quickly things can come. So um, she did a healing session on me. She was like, oh, yes, there is so much here above your... Um, like in your stomach and she's like this feels like it's just like crap that people other people put on you um like emotional stuff that people put on you and you just like took it on and you just took it in and never like let it go and I was like huh wonder what that is (laughs) like I had no clue what that would be I'm like huh okay cool well let's get rid of it and so she she did her magic she started physically poking at it, moving the energy. She said she couldn't get through it all and that I will probably have to come back for another couple sessions. And so she did what she could and said that I should still start to feel better right away and that if I randomly cry within the next like 24 hours, that's totally normal. It's just things being released. 
and to drink lots of water and blah, blah, blah. All the things they tell you when you do like breath work or any type of um, energy work. And she also worked on my back. I said, I have back pain pretty much everywhere on my back. And so she did some work on that as well and was like, oh yes, it's your entire back. Um, which makes sense because I have titanium rods from my scoliosis surgery. But also, yeah, I know that there's emotional causes for everything. So, and I know back pain can be like not not trusting that you're fully supported by life or the people in your life or whatever, which is not consciously true for me. So maybe it's just the scoliosis and the sitting down at my desk most days. Who knows? So anyway, the the day of the healing session, I was like, okay, my back hurts more. <laughs> it doesn't feel better. It feels worse. My back hurt more. I had to put a heat pad on it. Um, I went to bed kind of uncomfortable, didn't sleep super well because the back was still sore. I'm like, I haven't randomly started crying, so I guess that's good. Then I got up the next day and was like, okay, I'm going to move my body. Even though my back is still kind of sore, I feel like it will help to like gently move and get some of this out. I didn't, she said not to do any heavy exercise, so I just did kind of like a cardio video on YouTube. Um, And at the end of the video, (laughs) and I didn't really have the energy to show up, but I wanted to anyway, so I did. At the end of the video... (laughs) The lady, it's Body Fit by Amy on YouTube. She's awesome if you want to check it out. So Amy was like, great job. You should be so proud of yourself because you showed up today. And she says that every day in like every video, right? But for some reason, when she said those words, I was like, oh, here it comes. And my tears, I just burst into tears when she said that. Like that was the trigger for me. And I was like, oh okay, here comes the unexplained crying. And I'm like, okay, good. Keep like, let it out. I love crying now, which I used to hate because it's such a release. So I'm like, okay, let it out. Let it out. This is good. This is good. This is cleansing. What is this? I want to know what this is. What are, what is being released right now? So I kept following it and following it and feeling into it, really working on letting myself feel my feelings. That's something spirit keeps telling me to do. Um, spirit guides. And so really following that and as I'm crying I realized I just started saying things out loud luckily I was home alone at the time or else Derek would have been like what the actual heck is going on um I started saying things out loud and I was like none of this is my beliefs all of this bullshit about being too thin and having to eat more and more and more and having my body look a certain way, that is other people's opinions that they just put on me. And I have been wasting so many years trying to somehow get my body that was never meant to be big and bulky to be big and bulky when it makes no freaking sense just because of other people's stupid, other stupid opinions. And I was just like getting so mad and I started, um, I threw my yoga mat <laughs> I threw it down. I kicked it. I was like letting myself let these feelings out and it felt so good. And I'm like, oh, now I get it. Now I get why I've been carrying this physical stomach fat. It's because of the subconscious programming that was put on me by other people that I had never released yet. Like I'd done the work around 
so much work around loving myself, going back and healing childhood wounds and times of being bullied and stuff. That's why I can talk about it pretty easily here on this podcast now. It's like, it's not such a sore open wound anymore because I've done the healing work and self-love and all of that. But I never actually really processed that, wait, my subconscious programming still needs to shift. I'm still operating from all everyone else's opinions that were put on me about how my body should look. I was like, what the F, you know, like it's my body. It gets to look how I want it to look. If I want to have a fit and trim and flat belly, I'm going to. And if other people think it looks unhealthy or that I look sick or like, oh, even I remember like proving, feeling like I have to prove to people that, um, that I like food because people, especially women, when they first met me would like assume that I don't eat. They would ask me. I had an ex-coworker flat out ask me one time if I had an eating disorder. So I always felt like I have to, oh, it became like a joke. I would have to joke and show them how much I love donuts and cookies and treats. And it's like, sometimes I would eat those things when I didn't even want to. And I would be eating dinner with Derek and I would be, because of that old programming, I'd be full. Then I'd push myself, keep eating Emily, keep eating. You need the calories, you need need the gain. That old programming coming in when I was full, my body was saying, stop, I'm good, I'm filled. And (laughs) I'm getting emotional now. And I would push. Ooh, sorry, (laughs) getting really emotional now. I would keep eating. Even though my body was saying, please stop, I'm full. Because of that programming of other people's voices dictating what I do with mine. With my body. So you can see this is still raw. I've already cried and processed all of this, but it's just like, these are... (laughs) These are partially happy tears because it's like me, my body is saying, yes, yes, you're finally listening to me. You're finally listening to me. So these are happy tears, but it's also tears of frustration that I spent so many years of my life not honoring my own body and following the subconscious programming that was placed upon me by other people's opinions of how my body should look. So as I was crying like this, I wasn't expecting this. As I was crying like this, I was like throwing, throwing my workout gear. I took my shoes off, kicked them off. It was like, what the hell? I've been living, like eating based on, you know, for other people, other people's opinions. It's absolutely ridiculous. So of course the body, like, you know, the belly fat wasn't going there because I was eating more than I needed to, eating more than my body required, and sometimes eating junk just because of that old programming saying, oh, calories don't matter for you, Um, eat as much as you want, blah, blah, blah. 
even though my body actually loves it. Yes, I hell yes, I love donuts. I love chocolate. I'm such a sweet tooth. Um, I love chocolatey stuff. But my body actually loves being fed like high vibe spiritual foods. Of course, all of our bodies do. She loves when I eat like mostly paleo and reduce my grains and carbs and I'm feeling amazing. And all I ever have to, had to do was honor that. And I know that I can. And now that I'm clearing this emotional, it's crazy, you guys. My belly already, this realization was like maybe a week ago. And I've been pretty much eating the same. I haven't really, um, I mean, I stop when I'm full now instead of like stuffing myself. But I haven't really changed too much. I haven't gone back to like paleo or being on a super strict cleanse, but I've started just listening. What's up? If I feel like eating fruit for breakfast, I do it. If I feel like having a bagel or something instead, I do it. I've been having pizza. I've been having rice and dinner with Derek. And I swear my belly is so much smaller already. And I feel like it's also just the emotional release, the stuff clearing out. And in the past, even when I would eat fruit, even when I would eat something really healthy, like literally I just had a banana smoothie, let's say, I'd walk around feeling heavy and feeling like, oh, why did I, you know, oh, I'm so gross. Why did I eat so much? I feel so gross. And then I'd go, wait a minute. All I had was a damn banana. Why am I bloated? And my stomach would bloat from everything, which is why I thought I had, which is why I've done work for years with like gut health experts and probiotics and then no probiotics and cleanse it out and then do a strict six-week thing and then this thing and that thing and it's like I honestly think our emotions are the most powerful way to heal spirit has really shown me that this year I have taught this to the people if you went through manifest radiance with me my program I shared with you guys how I healed from my autoimmune by healing my emotions that were unaddressed and by healing myself spiritually like doing what actually lights me up, doing what I love, being in alignment, and um, and then my mindset, reprogramming my subconscious mind. So that's when this light bulb went off for me, was like, oh my gosh, well, clearly there's emotions that still need to be healed, <laughs> as I just ugly cry on my podcast. Oh my gosh, that was embarrassing. <sighs> my ego is already like, are you going to post this? Because that was real embarrassing. But you know, if you're listening, I did. <laughs> Hi, I posted it. So clearly there's still emotions to be healed, but that light bulb went off like, ah, I reprogrammed my subconscious mind for being healthy, for not being sick all the time, right? It rewired my thoughts of, oh, I'm a person who's always sick to, oh, I'm perfectly healthy. I'm a person who's always in good health. My immune system's so strong. Every cell in my body is healthy. And you can listen to my episode. It's actually one of my most downloaded episodes, how I healed from my autoimmune. Or you can take Manifest Radiance. It's on my website centrallym.com slash programs. Um, it's a self-paced now and it's it's less than $200. So that's there. But I, I had that light bulb. Oh, I never applied this to my gut health. So one of my big intentions for 2021, I just did Catherine's, Catherine's and Kina's Epically Aligned, which was so good. I know a lot of you guys were in it as well. Didn't you love it? Um, her New Year's intention setting thingy. And one of my main areas and my main intentions is going to be in perfect gut health. 
I have a perfectly healthy gut. It is safe. One of the things I'm going to be repeating is it is safe for me to be thin and fit and sexy and feel great in everything I wear. And it's important that I'm saying it is safe because I think there was that subconscious fear that even when I started to get thin and lose weight in my belly, it was like those those fears were coming in around, um, no, no, it's not safe to be a thin person. You got like bullied and teased and criticized when you were too thin. And now it's like, no, no, what what feels good for me is what matters and how how I feel when I look in the mirror matters. And it's not about being shallow. I had a friend who said to me, Emily, instead of focusing on not, you know, how you look when you see yourself in the mirror, focus on how you feel. And I said, well, yeah, but I want to feel great about myself when I look in the mirror. And I think that's okay. I'm giving myself permission. Like I literally have one of my intentions for the year is is seriously focused around, um, well, my gut health, being in perfect health, being at peace and at ease every time I eat because I also have a history with an inflamed esophagus and also just like being more beautiful. And I don't think that that's a shallow goal because of course, inner beauty is real. We radiate from the inside out. But when you feel amazing on the outside, like I really have been prioritizing my skincare. As I heal my emotions, my skin is clearing up as well. It's great to feel beautiful. There's no shame in it. Um, and so that's one thing that I'm finally giving myself permission to do. Cause you know, we grew up in this culture where it's like, you get shamed if you're too focused on looks, you're considered like, um, shallow material not, I always mix up the word, not materialistic, superficial. <laughs> I always mix up those two words, you know? So Permission to have it be your goal to look good and feel beautiful and be your most beautiful self this year. And I wanted to share this, even though my story is pretty unique, or maybe you do relate it to it. I know there are people who also grew up um, being told, like, get meat on your bones. Men want curvy women. And I know it's just a lot of times when women are saying that it's they think it's body positivity for curvy bodies without realizing that they're actually making women who don't have big curves feel like um feel like they're less of a woman with the po I'm talking about the posts and the memes that were popular a few years ago that were like uh, bones are for dogs real men love curves real real women have curves like that kind of thing um cuz that's that's not being positive for all bodies that's trying to feel better about yourself by shaming other body types and vice versa not cool to shave women to shame women who are curvy or bigger um if you're feeling insecure about being small so we women (laughs) ladies we need to just continue loving each other all bodies are so beautiful can't get this message out there enough um doesn't matter what size you are, what color your skin is, you are so freaking gorgeous and your body gets to look the way that you, your ideal is, the way you feel the best, the way you show up the best, the way you feel healthy, the way you feel good. So that's what I wanted to say. And I thought that might speak to some of you, again, even if you can't relate to my exact scenario where I was saying how I stopped listening to my body. There was something else in there that I thought, oh, 
oh yeah just like the subconscious programming and the sabotage right the um the like no wonder you can never stick to your cleanse or keep going with your healthy eating when you haven't changed your subconscious programming so isn't that interesting so that was my (laughs) my breakthrough oh my goodness that was a longer i thought this would be like a 15 minute episode max but of course typical emily (laughs) it went a lot longer than expected but i have a feeling that this will speak to you if you've ever had a similar experience so I hope my breakthrough can help you have your own breakthrough and I would love to hear from you if this spoke to you resonated with you um would love to have you go through manifest radiance if that feels good I'll put it in the show notes and I'll put the link to the holiday bundles as well because those are super exciting thank you guys for tuning in I'm going to compose myself and then see if I have time to record another episode because I have something else my energy experiment my 48 hour energy experiment that was really freaking cool I want to tell you about it so let me take a break and then in the next episode I'll tell you all about that thank you thank you thank you love you guys thank you again for listening if you loved this episode and it resonated with you I would love to hear about it please take a screenshot of this episode tag me on instagram at essentially emm and let me know your thoughts I absolutely love 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 hearing who's listening And as always, if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review.